0: Good luck when I that one, Paul. <laughs>
1: Listener, once again to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot Neighborhood Bar and Lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined as is customary right now by the miracle of the internet, by the director of football at Bluefoot, Rodney Stiles. How are you doing, sir?
0: I am very well, Paul. And how are you today? Glorious Wednesday.
1: It's a, yes. Um, Thursday. I mean, Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. <laughs> yes. No, I'm not too bad at all. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I've been practicing that
0: opening line all morning.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. At least I know what day it is and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it from there. We've got fun one today. Um, we're going to review the European finals uh, that happened last week. Uh, we've also got Martin from the San Diego Biomunic Supporters Club on to uh, talk us through their great season. Uh, we'll have a couple of questions from the randomizer. We'll look ahead to a couple of the games that are happening, especially the Community Shield, any other business, and then we'll get out of your way. As always, we want you to get involved. Footy from the Foot at gmail.com and at Footy from Foot on Twitter and Instagram. And Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Overcast and Google Play. If you want to rate, review and subscribe. That would be appreciated. Thanks to those who have done that already. Our website is footyfromthefoot.com, so it's it's going to be a little bit sort of freeform, I think.
0: Freestyle.
1: Got a coffee <laughs> ball, right? I think because there's all sorts of like bonkers news flying around in a minute, so maybe spend a little bit of time addressing some of that. Um, especially the Harry Maguire situation seems absolutely ridiculous to me. He's somehow retained the captaincy for uh, Manchester United. I don't know how you feel about that.
0: Well. I don't really want to comment in case there's some, you know what I mean? So, but apparently the, 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 retrial or not the appeal trial won't take place for about three years.
1: So at the three moment it is is, wow, that's
0: what I read today. So we
1: well, yeah. got a suspended sentence in Sydney, uh, for his first offence. I mean, he's been picked in the England squad as well, hasn't he? So I don't know. uh,
0: He got picked wrongly, I believe. I will speak out about that. I think it was wrong to pick him because immediately he was taken out of the squad. And now he will not be reinstated for this round of games, even though he's technically innocent now
1: again. I don't know what the alternative to that was, really. I know that Gareth Southgate actually spoke to him, didn't he? Uh, I think Maguire told him his side of the story. And that's why I think he picked him in the first place. But I think, yeah, if you have been convicted of it I think it doesn't look great does it as in England oh. there's a couple of other things as well I think Pogba and Dembélé have tested positive haven't they for Covid
0: I don't think it really matters with Ndembélé because we're trying to get him out of the club he doesn't play anyway So, but yeah definitely poor Pogba has been pulled out of the French squad and um,
1: yeah, and a couple of Chelsea
0: players I believe as well
1: um, and I'm surprised really that such carte blanche was given to everybody like after being so tight-knit for those last uh, games to be played in, in the league that uh, it was then just Anything goes really after the season finished. So, I'm
0: well, my, my view on it as well. I'm going to be a little bit like miserable, I suppose. I say this when when you are a professional athlete like that. I understand everybody needs time out and things. The rewards of what you're doing are huge mm-hmm. compared to me and you and the common person. Do you know what I mean? Surely you can lock yourself down for a year or two. Do you know what I mean? For the rewards you're getting, this this will pass one day. If you're in
1: hospital with this thing, then and, and yeah. no one knows really what's uh, affected this thing. Yeah. Well, we actually get into the Champions League final with uh, with Martin, don't we? So, talk a little bit about the Sevilla-Inter um, game, the Europa League final. Yeah, Sevilla did another number on uh, the more attacking team again. Crazy. And penalty
0: that Inter got, I mean, that could have been a red card, couldn't it? Absolutely. I mean, there was another penalty shot as well with a handball as well for Inter, you know, and...
1: Oh, that, I thought that was that was nailed on, that that should have be, absolutely been a penalty, that handball.
0: And When I, I watch them back, like I always go back to the Champions League final with Spurs and I just like it sends me insane.
1: That one, he almost took the bladder out of the thing and the one against your men, I mean, co-blimey. Oh, do
0: you know what, it was such a lovely story with Lukaku, he gets the goal, the penalty, scores it. I think it was the beginning of the second half, he was one-on-one on one with the keeper and he missed the chance. He deflects the ball into the net for the winning goal, <laughs> which yeah. was kind of a sad story really in the
1: end for him, wasn't it? I don't know what they do in Sevilla, but. That's they just love this competition, don't they? well it's like four, four out of six years or something like that. Yeah, they, something yeah? like that. And then do you know what? That
0: was the first trophy the the the, the manager has won the coach. Peggy, yeah. yeah. Great story for him. But um fair fair do to them, mate. They know how to they know how to rattle you as well, that team. And
1: no kidding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. games it's it's kind of interesting to watch.
1: I really enjoyed the final. And yeah, like I said, we, we talked with Martin about the, the Bayern Munich uh, PSG. Champions League final.
0: Say about Neymar in that game, when they went 1-0 down, oh. he, he was pony When He wasn't very good, mate. Like oh. He was coming deeper and deeper in his part. He couldn't even pass the ball in the end,
1: could he? Well, he just kept going around, like trying to get people booked. There was one where yeah. it looked like he'd sort of dived in, but got nowhere near him. He leaps up in the air, referee falls for it. Thomas Muller goes over and immediately says, I don't think he got the right one there, ref. It's so annoying. Like, it just, he, he takes that one extra touch to try and get people to, to make contact with him. And he's yeah. always going for it. He actually kind of kicks his leg out to initiate the contact in that challenge. That I just like, oh God, just, be, yeah. be better, you know? Oh. Yeah, just to round up a few bits and pieces. Estee Loyal, they got beat 3-1 to Reno. Yeah, they had nine points off the top of the table there with that nine played. A lot of the teams around them have played a lot less than that, so they could be struggling pretty soon.
0: They're on a bad run at the moment.
1: El Trafico, that ended up with a 2-0 win for Galaxy. I Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that one, Greg. Greg, Greg.
1: <laughs> and Tijuana, they got a win at they're up to 13th with a rocket now um, with, with that win and uh, yeah your your Spurs got a nice uh, 3-0 win against Switch Town which is always yeah
0: nice. Jack Clark played in the second half and looked really good the Leeds guy we bought a year or two ago a year ago
1: we'll talk about the England squad uh, no Jack Grealish what do you think of that ridiculous I think he's going to be playing for Ireland sometime soon
0: I think you're right Um, I, there's obviously a problem there isn't there with him and Southgate
1: I mean if you're picking Ward Prowse over him I think yeah, that uh, I don't get that. He's a fella, but he's nowhere near being a, like a difference oh. maker that Greel oh. should be.
0: I think Jack Grealish should come to Spurs immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah, possible. maybe that's it. Maybe he needs like a bigger club.
0: But I think Spurs is the um, the option for him. But I saw Madison today, uh, yesterday. He's definitely signed his contract now. Vesta for four years.
1: And that's, I, I think Grealish is better than Madison, honestly. I, know. You know? I, I agree with you totally on that one. He's going to get in an England squad, isn't he? But Leave it for a moment there. And what we'll do when we come back is we'll listen to the conversation we had with Martin from the San Diego Bayern Munich supporters group. It's us through all the great things that happened to Bayern Munich this season. We'll hear him when, he, when we come back.
2: Hello. Hello there. Morning, fellas. Hi, Martin. Really appreciate you coming on. It's really good. No, I, I appreciate the invite. You guys are uh, popping my uh, podcast, Jerry. <laughs> <Good. laughs> yeah, well, I know you've got a busy day, so I'll, we'll we'll get cracking
1: on it, really. Um, yeah, we'll start off by, like, congratulations on winning everything. So... <laughs> Thank
0: <laughs> and you did it with a um, 100% record in the Champions League, first time since the late 90s, I believe.
2: Yes, sir, indeed. We are the second team besides Barca to do it twice for that triple.
0: Right, wow. I think, was it like a
2: 22-game winning streak as well? Yeah. Something like that. That's just that is incredible,
1: really, isn't it? Like The, the run that you've been on since uh, the new manager took over. He's just yeah, I
2: mean, the boys like to play for him, I guess.
0: Yeah. I like you could have had Mourinho.
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry, Rod, but thank God we dodged that
0: bullet. <laughs> oh, I remember the conversations. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, I mean, but, so what's he, what's he done then, this fellow? Why, why, why was it such um, a disaster with Kovac? I think it's just that he's really got, a, I think, a human side to him, that the players really, they like to play for the guy. They like the guy. He appeals to all the players just to get along become a team and... and and just work hard for each other. And I think Kovac was just, I mean, his approach to the team was not like that. I don't think he was really humanizing himself to the players that they wanted to work hard for this guy. Cause you know, I think to me, like uh, Hansi reminds me of you, the way the players play for him, because I mean, they would do anything. Yeah. that the guy would ask. And I think Hansi used to guide him that way too. I mean, you can see it when, when Hansi was a, uh, uh, assistant to uh, Kovac Kovac would say something and one of the players you know would come off and you could see him upset and you see Hansi would walk right up to that player and start talking to him and stuff like I don't yeah. know if he could see the writing on the walls and he said that maybe there's a chance and get this team or not but uh I mean you could see it always that he would coddle the players as, as they got scolded by the, the manager but that's what it looked like and you know I think it's been received well. <laughs> But that doesn't always work, does it? That like a number. Yeah, two. it doesn't always work either. It's you know, I think everybody's different. I
0: think one of the saddest things this season for you guys is the fact they're not doing the Ballon d'Or because I think Lewandowski would have been nailed on for it this season.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Jesus, I it think does, I found probably two different petitions trying to get him the reversa. I've I, I read that, yeah, which is
0: incredible because he did. He definitely deserves some sort of reward. What was it, fifty-five in the end? Yeah,
2: fifty-five goals and just. An insane right. performance for, I mean, in my mind, the best number nine in the world, like true nine.
0: I definitely agree with that.
2: I don't think it can be argued, really. I mean, yeah, Harry Kane, but then
1: just to have the, the amount of goals. Maybe it was, maybe if Harry Kane was in uh, at Bayern Munich, he might be banging him in but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. at that rate. But, uh,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> you, wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to compete with Sonny there, huh? Indeed.
0: I was going to say Thomas Muller as well. I love the guy. I think he's one of oh. the most underrated forward players in europe i would say because or maybe oh. in the world because people don't like him but he's he's so good i love the guy
2: and he plays he, I mean, he's people. my favorite player and you know I've, even when he was having his down years and everybody was all like oh he's shite he needs to be you know the team comes before the player we need to get rid of mueller And i'm like hell no, <laughs> no. to me one the boy's living his dream right because i think there was a there was some interview done when he was when he was or not an interview but when he was young like eight or nine years old and they're like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he was like, I want to be a footballer playing for Bayern Munich. Wow. And, you know, Bavarian boy Very keeps extreme. the club, went up through the youth system still with the club. I mean, I'm hoping he finishes his career there. He, I think, epitomizes what that club is and what that club is about. Work hard and and stay true to your family. And I think that what what Bayern Munich are doing right now is kind of the dream for any club is that they've got this
1: brilliant mix of like experience with the likes of Thomas Muller, but also then you've got like Alfonso Davis coming through and yeah. uh, Gnabry coming through, and, like these like young kids establishing themselves, and it's kind of like the dream mix, isn't it, of how to uh, progress a club and and keep
2: it up there challenging for things. So yeah, I think they've done such a good job. Yeah, well, I, I read think- somewhere
0: that the whole squad cost 90 million to put together. Yeah, it was something like
2: 90 million or 100 million, and they compared it to like, uh, City <laughs> Squad and was like, I forgot, it was like five times or six times that price yeah. or something. I, I, I might be way off. I apologize. If I was a- <laughs> I it was
0: significantly more. I think the Paris Saint Germain front three cost nearly 500 million. So yeah.
1: And they're just so like, good to watch as well, aren't they? Like,
2: really intense, like... They're a fun team to watch. I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, I love the way they're... The, the hey, they Tottenham fan here.
0: Tottenham fan here. Very intense to watch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did get a kick of the...
1: Well, uh... yeah, well, I mean, the only surprising thing, really, about that uh, Champions League final was that Lewandowski didn't actually score. Uh, yeah. Other than that, it, it wasn't the band burner. Everyone
2: was kind of looking... No, it, it was... Uh, I mean, I was... I have to say I was insanely nervous that entire match because, I mean, honestly, it could have gone either way. Luckily, Coman was, was there because, I mean, I still remember when the lineup came out and I think probably like 80 to 90% of the Bayern fan base was just like, whoa, 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 wait, Coman's in for Perisic right now? Because Perisic has kind of been on a roll. Yeah. And, I mean, even uh, Oliver Kahn was like, whoa, whoa, whoa what are you doing? <laughs> and then I guess, you know, Hansi knew something, saw something. And, you know, I guess they said that he's the first player to score against the, his former team in the Champions League final
0: ah yeah and i read another stat as well it was the first final since i think 98 90, maybe 99 i'm not sure but definitely 98 i think it was where the two finalists were actually champions of their
1: country
2: oh that is actually really interesting. It's <laughs> so surprising your voice,
1: but uh, Rod saying something interesting there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> easy tigers. I, I thought that was uncalled for.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: so I mean, you've had such a great season. What I mean, what's next season going to look like? I mean, what what, what do you know? What um, it'll be. It'll be interesting to see what next season's. I mean, I would. You know, I'd, of course, I'd love to see the boys maintain the form and keep going, but. You know, I'm I'm actually kind of uh, nervous about Thiago possibly leaving the team because it's sounding like on his way to Liver or Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool. I'm
0: Liverpool. sorry,
2: sorry, I'm, I'm kind of well-known
0: yeah. German team living in. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Officially, yet yeah, there's just been nothing but rumors going on, and supposedly he's told the team that he wants to leave. I mean, that was prior to the the final, so I don't know if that maybe has changed anything or he'd only strengthen that squad. It'd be, yeah. it'd be a big thing to lose him because, I mean, I know we've been playing Kimmich and, and Goretzka has been really filling in that role since Kimmich had to go right back for Pavard, but Chiago's amazing. It was Thiago's pass that unlocked yeah. it for, you know, Coman to put that goal yeah. in.
1: Um, and also, you've got like the World Club competition. Should that be up and running this this year? And all well, the thing that Liverpool
2: too. won last season. Oh, yeah, but,
1: yeah, yeah. You're
2: yeah. um, that. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do, but I'm more how are we do in the league, how are we do in Champions and the Pokal, because I mean we just we just got word today that we uh, postponed our Pokal match. The Bundesliga actually offered us a, a chance to postpone our opening match because tradition's always the winner of the Bundesliga opens up the next season against right. the uh, winner of the Pokal. But since we've won both of those, it's uh, the last person to do it, which I think was Schalke. Cool. Well, I think Rod, do you have anything further to? Uh,
0: oh, just forward? congratulations. It's um...
2: man, I I can't wait to be just at the pub drinking beer with you guys again. I I, I miss I miss you guys a lot. So it's been a while, has not it? Well, it guys, I I appreciate actually the invite and. Brilliant,
0: mate. Yeah, and thank, yeah it's great again. talking
2: to you guys. Uh, Take I care, mate. Yeah, well, yeah we'll cheers. All right, Bye. cheers, mate. Stay safe. Uh, yeah.
1: Thank you again to Martin for taking the time out of his uh, busy schedule to uh, talk to us about uh, Bayern Munich. It was really great uh, to hear him and see his face. Catch up with him again, hopefully at some at the uh, start of the season.
0: Nice to hear him. Nice to see him.
1: Um, yeah, should we uh, dig into some uh, randomizer questions then? Um, whilst... <clears throat> okay, see what comes up. Okay, yeah. question one. Little moments of joy in football, you know, little sort of brief seconds of like f- like fun things and not necessarily like your team scoring a winning goal, but like specific moments in football that are like, a joy.
0: It gave me a bit of joy. I think it might have been a little bit of PR, but it was when Mourinho, when the ball boy threw the ball back really quick for Spurs to score a goal. And <laughs> Mourinho went up and tapped him on the head and winked and said, nice one. It was a nice <laughs> little look at that one.
1: You're right, though. He he kind of milked that for all it was worth, did to totally, say. Totally. I mean... <laughs> I like it when a like a shot from outside the box. You can see the ball sort of almost like hovering. It doesn't like rotate at all. All you see is like that beautifully smashed football that just sort of almost hovers into the top corner of the of the goal. Like a nice little sort of moment of joy for me.
0: Well, great uh, example of that was 1991, I think, and it was Mark Hughes' uh, European Cup Winners' Cup final. Hmm. And he hit hit the third goal, I think, and he came. It was like on the angle, and the ball only came up about two foot off the deck. Yes. Literally didn't move in the air. It, it stayed stationary. So it was, and it always gives me chills, that one. I think, was that against Barcelona, that final? Yeah, it was. I think they won 3-1, didn't they?
1: But I know exactly the goal that you're talking about and I will try and link to that in the show notes. Yeah. What else? I think the raw, after a minute silence, that's good. Right. Yeah. I- Kind of, that warms the cockles. Especially
0: when the crowd is just singing in unison at your team. I mean, a little bit of joy was when I think Villa last season were losing 6-1 or something, maybe 6 even 6-0 against City at home. But the whole stadium, the Villa fans were just, density was getting bigger and bigger as they were losing heavier and heavier. Yes. And that always brings me a lot of joy. We're here and we're here for you.
1: Also in crowd-like noises, um, when the away fans think that they've scored and they haven't, that's, that's, that's a nice kind of, you yeah. know, that, that raw, that sort of delayed raw from the away fans. And when they haven't, that's a beautiful moment.
0: Or when a referee <laughs> falls over.
1: Yes, when a referee <laughs> falls over, perfect. A, a, a deft oh, header to a goalkeeper, that's always a nice a little moment. A goalkeeper, uh, uh, popping a balloon as well. That's uh, You don't see too much of that these days, but that's that's always a nice moment. Good. All right. Good. We'll do one more. Games that didn't live up to the hype.
0: There's so many, isn't there? Champions League final last week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Well, I thought you were going to also say last year's. It kind of was a bit of a damp squib after everything and all the games and all the, Like how teams got there. Contributing facts to that was that both teams haven't played in a couple of weeks as well.
0: I think it was three weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, there had yeah. been a three-week gap. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Premier League stopping in the Champions League final. And I think it did have a big big say on it, actually. The Liverpool-Manchester United FA Cup final, the, the Spice Boys final, when yeah. Eric Cannon scored the winner. I forget Thank the year, what year was that? 96?
1: 96? 95, 96? Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. Oh, rubbish game, absolutely yeah. rubbish. But yeah, I was going to say, any Manchester United, Liverpool game involving Jose Mourinho, they were bobbins, <laughs> weren't they, those games?
0: Yeah. Oh. Totally, mate. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he just did not want to lose against uh, Liverpool, did he, United manager? They were rotten.
0: The um, 94 World Cup final as well, Brazil Italy.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: 0-0, 0-0 after extra time. Yeah. Terrible game.
1: <laughs> Bad, you're missing a pen. The
0: last one, won the yeah. World Cup for Brazil with the penalty miss.
1: My final one, uh, first FA Cup final at the new Wembley, Man United versus Chelsea. And I remember watching this in a pub in Skipton. It was rubbish. Like, nil all. I think Drogba scored in extra time. Right. And the only person who was happy that day was my brother Ian, who'd put like a couple of quid on nil all at full time. He was the only one that was happy with that. It was wow. rubbish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, terrible.
1: Again, with all the kind of hoopla about say, it being the first game at the new stadium da, 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 and like, ugh, it was rubbish.
0: So. Well, funny enough, I was at the last England game at the old Wembley when we lost 1 0 to Germany. I think it was Herman who scored the goal.
1: It was an awful day as well, wasn't
0: it? Oh, I like, eat it down. <laughs> yeah. I think Kevin Keegan resigned at half-time. I know it was full-time, but I think he just lay like, oh, I on enough know for this. It
1: may as well have done. And if uh, you have any suggestions for games that uh, didn't live up to the hype, let us know. Um, at footyfromfoot on our social media and uh, footyfromthefoot at gmail.com. All right, we'll take a break there. And when we come back, we'll just round up all the various different bits and pieces that have happened in football and with any other business. Okay, welcome back. And, yeah, we'll just run through some um, interesting bits and pieces that's uh, going on. Celtic.
0: Well, they, they're at me. <laughs> I think four days, three days after Bayern Munich won the Champions League final, Celtic's next campaign has just ended. And they lost 2-1 at home to the Hungarian side, which you're going to perfectly pronounce now for me, Paul. I think it's
1: Ferenc Varos.
0: Well done, sir. <laughs> Who think... is coached? By Sergei Rebrov, the Ukrainian striker who played for Spurs for a couple of free seasons. Go on. Do
1: they go into the uh, Europa League now? On the back of that, now? Yeah, they go
0: into the third qualifying round of the Europa League now, Celtic. Right, OK. Which, jeez, yeah. That season's over already, isn't
1: it? So, I mean... Yeah, uh, whether that's a surprise or not, really. I've, I've definitely heard of Ferrin Barish. I,
0: yeah. I mean, Celtic are a big club, supporter-wise. <laughs> but there's just nothing up there, is there, really? If Celtic and Rangers were to leave... Yeah, I wonder what would happen. It'd be like the Welsh League, I think, wouldn't they up there? Maybe
1: I don't know what the standard is particularly. It's not not something that I pay much attention to. I'll be honest. But...
0: I know they're going for their tenth title this year, aren't they? In a row, so that kind of says it all, really, doesn't it?
1: There are more European qualifiers happening uh, throughout the week. Too numerous, really, to uh, to go through in any great detail. But uh, yeah, um, they are ongoing. Uh, it's the Community Shield on Saturday at uh, eight thirty a.m. You can see that on. ESPN Plus, and it's going to be between Arsenal, the FA Cup winners, and Liverpool, the League winners. So I don't think Liverpool are taking this game at all seriously. I actually think that Arsenal might win this. I don't. I think Liverpool are more bothered about having like a, having more of a rest um, than being. Like, I, I I suspect they're going to throw out the the kids for this one, but um, I might be proven wrong.
0: I, I think they've got to get some sort of no. It sounds stupid to say form back, but a little bit more because they they didn't come. Obviously, they were on the beach, weren't they? They'd won the Premier League and everything. So it'd be interesting to see how they do line up because it's a big season for Liverpool.
1: I think there's lots of teams that are are strengthening really well. I think Chelsea particularly are are looking very strong, aren't they?
0: Well, Lampard needs to look over his shoulder a little bit now because if he doesn't perform, they they don't perform this season because they are really going for it. And they got Chilwell yesterday, didn't they? For fifty million, yeah. which is a hell of a fee. And a lot of Leicester fans aren't too concerned about him going. They said the second half of the season he couldn't even put a pass together properly. So, that's and, I'd like to hear from the Leicester fans actually about that one, how they feel.
1: Tijuana, they're away at Pumas mm-hmm. um, on Sunday, ten o'clock in the morning, and then on Thursday the Euro Nations League starts uh, in between, or just before the domestic league starts, and England play uh, Iceland on Saturday and then Denmark the following Tuesday. That'll be interesting. Maybe get some revenge on Iceland. I'd, I'd like that.
0: I'd I like that as well. It's just a lot of games coming up for these guys isn't it. and then you've got the Euros at the end of this. It, it's actually making me feel a little bit claustrophobic, wouldn't it? <laughs> The amount of games, it's like, oh, dearie me. Yeah.
1: These Euro Nations games, are they tied to World Cup qualification this time round? I haven't got it. A... When are they going to do the World Cup qualifiers, Paul? World Cup qualifiers will be the run-up to the rescheduled Euros, I think. Yeah,
0: it's a headache, isn't it? <laughs>
1: um, on Tuesday, this is a nice thing, there's the extra preliminary round of the FA Cup. So that gets started up a game as well. I just had a look through there's some interesting team names. There's always like places i would never heard of glass Houghton Welfare from Yorkshire, which you've always seen. They're playing Nairsborough Town. The not Vicks are not playing Paddyham, which is a local derby. And then uh, cool. Daisy Hill versus Colm. Daisy Hill is a part of Bolton, so good luck to them. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Sporting Bengal United. Which another, um, they play Clapton. And hashtag United. Brilliant. <laughs> they play View. Let's get a team together. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Uh, Less than Nirvana. Yeah, Romulus versus Coventry Sphinx in the ancient history derby. I was going
0: to say, it sounds like some sort of gladio- gladiator game, doesn't it?
1: Gladioli <laughs> <laughs>
0: game. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you know, Russell crows that pop out of the sand. You know what I mean? To kick it around.
1: <laughs> um, Maybe you can quorn a <laughs> the um, meat. no meaty challenges there. They're near Loughborough, apparently. So I just, I love all these, like, kind of weird, beautiful yeah. little, little names. But we always, we always pick a team, don't we? And we try yeah. and follow them through. And I thought it might be nice to start with Wembley. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So they are away at Leatherstock Green. Okay. Sorry,
0: Sorry, Wembley, you're probably going to lose after last season. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> that, that does not come with, with good luck, does it? No, yeah.
0: it does not. Yeah. And, a quick, and a quick mention as well for um, Gareth Barry, who re, um, retired today.
1: He the, made over 600 appearances, I believe. That's right. I think the most of yeah. anyone I think that's ever played in the Premier League. So uh, enjoy your retirement. Well, yeah, League Cup starts actually as well on Saturday. Um, some of the Championship teams um, that are involved in in this round play their games um, before they start the season the following week. Yeah, we've talked about the England squad. Yeah, Phillips from Leeds being kind of a notable inclusion. I, I I've not really. I don't really know very much about him. But, I don't know enough about him either. They call him the the, the Yorkshire Pelo, apparently, don't they?
0: Right. Okay. So, uh,
1: so there I mean, you go. No pressure there. Then. Oh, and the, the the fixture lists they came out, didn't they? It's it's a little bit of a staggered affair because the Manchester clubs aren't going to be involved in the first round. No,
0: they're not. No.
1: Um, but I I'm not even sure that they've. Uh, pick the games out that are going to be shown live um, in the UK. The other thing is as well, that they've not been able to agree, at like a streaming thing for fans not able, obviously, to get in the ground at the moment, which I think is a bit out of order, really.
0: I think they're trying to do it for season ticket holders, at first, okay. that's what I heard this morning. Right. There's also, there's a, there's a game this weekend, as it's any other business, at Brighton, and it's going to be the first game where they're going to allow a certain amount of fans in.
1: Oh, OK. A test event. The Football League have been able to sort out something, even like, I, I can watch a Bolton game, apparently, if I want to. Right,
0: uh, OK. So,
1: so I don't know what the, the sticking point is with, with the Premier League. I, I get the whole, like, keeping Saturday 3pm sort of sacred, but if people can't actually get to a game anyway, people are going to go to the pubs and find hockey streams, and that's not good either, you know? So...
0: And it's a little ridiculous because the cameras are at the grounds, aren't they? Yeah, I mean... You know, they're showing the games anyway, they're recording, you know, the cameras are there,
1: so... We'll be able to see them, won't we? And we're yeah, miles sure. Away. So, it's only... Big right.
0: picture on the opening day, though, is Liverpool home to Leeds, isn't it? Yeah, there you <laughs> That's go. That's a real cracker. Yeah. Arsenal travel into Fulham's also there, and Spurs open up against Everton at home, so... Cool. Uh, West Brom to, uh, home to Leicester, so a nice little Midlands thing going on there.
1: How about Wolves? And, um, they're another team that have been given, like, a little bit of...
0: Yeah, they're playing on the Monday. They're away to Sheffield United. So, a little tough start there, maybe. Yeah, sure. Well, talking about Sheffield United, so Dean Henderson, who has been on loan for two years, has just signed for United on a five- to six-year contract,
1: 150k a week. Wow. Their reserve goalie, I think, is, like, in the top five, like, paid goalies in in the league aren't they now so that's a good way of making sure that you hang around for a bit but oh, yeah uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally incredible so they yeah there you go I think that might just about do us get in contact foot at gmail.com and at footyfromfoot especially with uh, suggestions of uh, matches that didn't live up to the hype yeah. And, uh, yeah get in contact about your club as well you know what they need and all that sort of thing before the start of the season and any suggestions for future talking points
0: do you know what's amazing, Paul? We didn't even talk about Messi on this podcast because I think that might be coming up in the next couple of weeks. So.
1: <laughs> yes. Let's
0: leave him today. <laughs> true, true enough,
1: yeah. Let's leave it out. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's just speculation, isn't it? Um,
0: yeah, I can't be bothered with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, me neither. Good uh, on you. <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, Google Play and No Overcast uh, for all previous podcasts. And um, We are Footy from the Foot on SoundCloud. If you're so inclined, tell some friends. Uh, Thank you, as always, to my pal David Sankster for the theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear, and give him a follow-on at 1in20parkinsons. If you want to show your appreciation to your bartenders in these uncertain times, you can do so at bluefootbar.com, where you can tip virtually and buy T-shirts, the proceeds of which go to bartenders. And, uh, yeah, that'll do it, I think. Thank you, dear listener, and uh, let's do this again next Thursday. Goodbye.